96.3 and he's number one station for hip hop and R&B. And you know what? This weekend is special because it's all about uplifting one another. It's all about giving that motivation and inspiration that we all truly need in 2020 because you truly just do not know what this year or the next day or the next 24 hours will bring. So we have our very own Maida in the building. Hey! Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm so in, in, not in Indianapolis, but talking to people from Indianapolis. You're from Indianapolis, I, right? No, no, I'm from Jersey. Oh, really? Do you live in Indianapolis? Yes, yes I do. I oh, do. Okay. How long have you lived here? I've lived here for almost three years. Oh, I feel like. Do you like it? I enjoy it. You know, like <laughs> I, I definitely love the people here. You know, what I've loved so far yeah. is the people. The people embrace you. The people love you. And as long as you continue to give back, they will give back and pour into you. You know what I mean? Oh, so Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for someone that feels the same way because a lot of mm -hmm. times I'll tell people that they're like, what? Really? I think ever since I left LA, that's, or left Indiana, that's when I've realized that not everybody's like Indiana. And I've kind of mm -hmm. missed it. I feel like people are definitely more open. But right. yeah. Definitely. So you know what? I think it's amazing that we got a chance to talk to you. And I love talking to artists that, that are really on the grind, especially from here, because this is the best time to tell your story. And what better way than to do it with your hometown? So, yeah. so who is Maida? Let's start with that. Okay. I feel like this is always the hardest question to answer. <laughs> okay. So my name is Maida. I'm 20 years old. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I left when I was 18 to pursue music and try to make my dreams come true. And now I'm in LA and I'm just trying to figure out my life. But yeah, that's basically me. I don't know, simple. So, but it's it's more to it than that because you've mm -hmm. been able to, to get it out the mud, like people say, and really make a name for yourself and you're still doing it. So a lot of times, you know, you hear of artists, you hear from artists here in the city that are looking for what's next. What can I do? How can they get to where you are? So, you know what, you know, how did you really start with branching out and getting from here to L.A.? Mm -hmm. Um, well, when I was 15, that's when I started, like, because I really just sang in school forever, and then I felt like if I wanted to reach the whole world, you have to do social media and YouTube and all that stuff, so I started putting stuff on YouTube, and then Instagram started doing videos, so I started doing Instagram covers, and my stuff kind of started getting around, and I just started making connections in LA, and that's kind of how I ended up here, so yeah, just put yourself out there, that's what I would say, but yeah, that's what I would say. Would you consider yourself like a music kid, like a th or a theater kid? Definitely music kid. I was in I was in choir in high school. I was in this thing called mm -hmm. recording chorale. I went to Pike High School in New Augusta Elementary School in New Augusta North, and there was a thing called recording chorale that my teacher Mr. Keys did, and he would get a bunch of kids, and we would just he was a producer, so he would just make songs, and at the end of the year, we all put out an album and performed all the songs we wrote. So that's kind of how I started writing and stuff, I guess. But yeah, I was always doing stuff in music. I was always known as like the singer or whatever, but yeah. I feel you. For me, it was always chorus, bands, and my pursuit for, for music and my love for it, you know, it took me to school on a scholarship. So I went to Ooh. HBCU, I marched in the bands, everything. And I it's one of the best experiences I ever could have yeah. got. So 
I think it's dope when you have people like myself, like you, that continue to follow their their dream for music and it pays off. Yes. Because I know a yeah. lot of people that would sing in middle school and high school and stuff, but they kind of just not gave up, but they just mm -hmm. weren't attacking it and they were so good. And they said they wanted to be singers and stuff. So I feel like you have to just like put all your energy into that. But yeah, yeah. Right. So since we're talking about being inspired, you know, what could you tell that person that isn't feeling as inspired, that has a pursuit or has a love for music, but doesn't really know where to go because they're not getting that support at home? Okay, I felt the same way. I would say just figure out what you love about it and just follow that and nobody else. Cause I know so many people that wanted to do certain things with their life, but their parents and family told them not to. And that's like one of my least favorite things ever. Like you are your own person. So, and you have your own dreams. Nobody else has your dreams. So just find your dreams and the things that you love and follow that no matter what anybody else says, because it's your life. Like it's nobody else's life. So yes, right. that's what I what do you think um, the, the best inspiration or really the, the best motivation that somebody gave you when you were really taking on the thought of, you know what, I think I'm going to really pursue music? Hmm. I think I just, I just follow the people that inspire me. Like whenever I'm feeling down or unmotivated or uninspired, I just watch Beyonce videos. And I know okay. so she couldn't do it. Like she's probably one of my biggest, probably my biggest inspiration. So that's what I did. I just follow the people that inspire me. But yeah. I mean, and, and isn't it ironic that you're signed to, to Rock Nation then? Mm -hmm. Like, how, know, how did that crazy. even work out? <laughs> I went to, there was like this party thing that they do and I saw her once. I haven't talked to her yet. I'm so scared to. But I don't know. I've been in the same room with her, which is so crazy because she's the reason that I'm doing this. Sorry this is really loud. Can you hear that? <laughs> it's okay. Okay. We look at real life and real time, and these are real mm -hmm. things that happen, especially yeah. when during a global pandemic. So mm -hmm. we all understand. <laughs> okay. It's kind of gone. But yeah, <laughs> I haven't met her yet. I'm terrified too. I don't even know if I want to, because I'm like, what if I just want it to be like a thing that I can't reach for the rest of my life? So I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. Well, I think Beyonce inspires us all. You know, like when you come, when you think about work ethic, you think about presentation and really perfect practice makes perfect. So, so when it comes to you perfecting your sounds and your craft, you know, what would you truly classify your music as? Everyone says R&B, but I would rather hear what, what you call it. I always feel like it's alternative R&B. I don't even know, I don't really know because I don't even think about that that much, but I really love like weird music. I like... I grew up kind of listening to like alternative stuff and I want to eventually get into that. So I guess alternative R&B, but I don't know, I kind of like a bunch of different stuff. So it's kind of random sometimes, but I guess R&B would be the core of it. But yeah, I don't really know. Alternative R&B is, is what I would say. What would you say would, would make it different from, from whatever people classify classic R&B to be? Because I think we're in the middle of a transition and music in general, but really R&B right now. So what's the defining difference for you? That's such a interesting question. I would say probably just like pulling things from other genres. Like I really love, I don't know if you would say like, like electric guitar and stuff like that and like rock mm -hmm. things would be R&B. But I guess just taking influences from other genres and putting it into it will make it a little different than just regular R&B. But I don't even know what regular R&B is. I feel like everything's so different now. So I don't even know, to be honest. I feel it. I mean, just including musical instrumentation is different, mm -hmm. period. Because a lot of times you don't hear that 
in music right now. And I think mm-hmm. that it's so dope and it's amazing that that we're hearing it a lot more. Like one of the artists that I truly enjoy, Chloe and Halle, you hear that all the time, like in, in, in musical instrumentation, which is amazing. So, you know, what What are some, besides Beyonce, what are some musical influences that, that you've had? And if there's anyone from Indiana that has influenced you? Growing up, my family played a lot of like John Mayer and the Eagles and stuff like that. I heard a lot of country music growing up, not for my family, but I honestly deep down secretly like country music just because it reminds me of home. I used to be obsessed with like Keith Urban and stuff, which I would never like, I'm always so weird to talk about it because everybody hates on country music, but I definitely like country music a little bit. That's in there somewhere. Um, now I listen to like SZA. I love Rihanna, of course, Beyonce, of course. Let me look actually, a bunch of weird stuff. <laughs> One random song. I like Solange right now. I'm listening to like Wizkid a lot. But yeah, usually, oh, also, people always laugh at me for saying this, but I take a lot from Yeva. Do you know who Yeva really? is? Really? You do? In what, in what way do you take away? This is interesting. I want to hear this. Okay, because everybody makes fun of me because I talk about her so much, but I love her. Just her runs. Like, I used to study every single run she did in all like her videos, and I would just try to perfect them. And I feel like that's helped me with doing runs. So yeah, just vocally, I love her. She's amazing. But yeah, Max, I, I love the versatility that, that you have. Like, mm-hmm. like that's a come on now. I think that's um what makes artists and defining their sound and their craft and their stamp when it comes to uh, the music industry. Yeah. So, you know, I want to talk about your music even more when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, your, your latest EP habits. Mm-hmm. When it comes to habits, has there been any bad habits you've been able to break during quarantine? Honestly, no. I feel like quarantine kind of just created all the bad habits. I was fine before quarantine, and now I'm just ruined. Um, bad <laughs> habits that I've had my whole life. Like, there's little things that I do. Like, I chew my nails, which is horrible. What else do I do? I don't know. But since quarantine, I started smoking a lot, which I honestly love now. But smoking, I kind of just... And getting better at like watching Netflix and chilling out, but I don't really know about bad habits. Well, you know what? I think that makes it more relatable because I just broke a nail the other day, yeah. and I'm like, "Come on now!" Like, <laughs> I that. I that so much. that's like, <laughs> and it hurts so bad. But yeah, <laughs> it really does. Now, mm-hmm. um, you got a chance to work with one of my favorite. I want to say producers, and mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what other label to associate, but K. Trinata. Mm-hmm. How was how was that? I actually have never met him. We've talked a little bit on like we DM'd each other and shit. And he's really, really nice. We never really we never got in. I'm supposed to meet him soon, I think. I think he might still be in LA. I don't really know. But um basically I just got the track. I got in with Rook who wrote it with me and then Buddy mm-hmm. we added on separate. It was a very long process. Like we had the beats, the song was written, we needed a feature. Buddy got on it. He did like two different things. So it was a really long process. But yeah, it was good. I still want to meet him though. I haven't met him yet. Right? One day, because why not? You are we manifesting this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to meet him so bad, but yeah. 
Now, when it comes to other things that you're manifesting, who is your dream collaboration when it comes to writers, um, singers, producers? You know, when who are the people that when you work with them, you feel like, you know what? I made it. This is the moment. Mm -hmm. So there's a few. One that I'm I'm dying to work with SZA. She followed me like earlier this year and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting closer. I want to work with her so bad. <laughs> Um, I think that would be amazing. John Mayer has always been a thing that I've wanted. I think that would be a beautiful song. Um, I worked with James Fauntleroy a few, I've only met him and worked with him in the studio once. We have a song out right now, which feels crazy because that's a person that I used to dream of working with and now we have a song together. Like, it's just crazy. Um, but more of that, more of him, maybe like Tame and Paula one day. I really like them. Also, there's an, a writer named Bibi Borelli. Who I've worked with. Oh yeah, BB. Yeah. And now we're cool, like we're no. friends. But every time I've been talked to her, I'm like, wow, because I used to dream of working with her too. So yeah, a lot of people that I've I already know, but I just love working with them every time. When it comes to work ethic, clearly yours is undeniable. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just want to ask you to help the next person, maybe that that will be watching this. Mm -hmm. Um, what is it that you had struggles with? maybe most recently, or maybe when you first started out with, with pursuing your career now, the, the grind or just the trials and tribulations that faced you the hardest. And, and then once you got over it, you know, all types of opportunities opened up. I think my biggest problem is myself. Like I always get in my own head and I'm so hard on myself. And I would like, like there's so many performances that I did, especially recently that I didn't want to put out, but they end up doing better than anything else I've done. So mm -hmm. I would just have to get out of your own head. That's my biggest thing. And also I did struggle for a while. I've always been very determined and I did not care what anybody thought when it came to me singing, because that's what I wanted to do. And I knew that mm -hmm. I was good at it, but I would say just, you can't let other voices get in your head. Like just stay. Right. Also, I also don't believe in plan B's. I think that, like, I never had a plan B. There's nothing else I would rather do than this, and I will never give up. And I'll have to be, like, homeless in a box somewhere. Not Hello? It's yeah. only plan A and then other routes to get back to plan exactly. A. And, and that's it. Yes, because I feel like if you're putting energy into something else, like, you can just give yeah. all your energy to one thing instead of separating it all, you know? Right. Yeah. So right. Pick your dream and then go for it. But yeah. How do you make sure to keep that creative process going? Because like for me personally, right now it's hard. You know, you're not seeing family, you're not seeing friends. Like I have to really sit down to try to have and create healthier releases. If that's journaling, if that's just going outside for a walk, like yeah. how do you continue to align yourself with your purpose? It's hard because especially recently since quarantine, I, there were times I was so uninspired and so depressed and just stuck at home. Even mm -hmm. recently like for Thanksgiving, I was home and I was so depressed because Everybody was together and I was here alone and it was really hard, but I just, I always get creative when I watch other artists. I love to just spend, I like to smoke and watch music videos. That really inspires me, especially at night and just watch them on my TV. Um, I definitely have to be outside. I like to draw a little bit. I journal too. You know, you just have to release somehow. Yes. Walks. Yeah. But yeah, just something you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over. Like you have to just push yourself outside and do something different to inspire yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Now, when it comes from you being a soon to be even bigger staple here in Indiana, and um, when when you talk about the culture and music here, everyone always questions, and the conversations I've heard from people is the fact of, well, oh, Indiana doesn't have their own sound. Indiana is trying yeah. to sound like you know Detroit or Chicago. You know, yeah. what do you say to people when when they say those type of things? And is there a real culture that you can speak on? Because I think there is one. I think there definitely is. There's a few artists that I know that are huge in Indiana. Like, there's this kid named Sam STS. He, like, produces all his own stuff. And he has, like, he sold out the Indiana. What's that, like, theater called? It's, like, a downtown theater. I don't know. It's, like, the Egyptian line. I don't know. Do you know what the Egyptian room is? Oh, the Egyptian room? Yeah. Yeah, I think he, like, sold that out. And he's, like, he's younger than me. And he just put his stuff on SoundCloud and everybody in Indiana just loved him. Like all the kids at Carmel and Pike and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think that Indian, like people in Indiana really support each other. There's a girl named Lorea who's a singer and she's yes. amazing too. Do you know Lorea? Yes, Lorea okay. is amazing. Oh, yes, yes. People that are huge in Indiana, but that's what I love about Indiana is that everybody supports you and it's like a big family kind of. So there's mm -hmm. definitely music in Indiana. People just don't know about it because they're not in Indiana. Yeah. If they're not, if someone's not from Indiana and they're asking you about the sound, they're asking you about the culture, what is the first thing that you're going to say? The culture of Indiana? Yes. Like music or just overall? No, of music. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of, it's a lot of just like sharing. It's all just social media stuff. Like I've heard of so many random rappers and stuff. I think it's a lot of SoundCloud and just like Instagram and everybody from like all the kids from different schools sharing people. Yeah, it kind of just comes from teenagers. Well, for me, just because I'm younger, but I just know of so many people that I've met through or that I've found out of through friends and everybody just like the high schools just share each other. It's all Instagram and SoundCloud and stuff like that. But yeah. So here's an even better question. Um, what do you want to be known for when it comes to leaving your stamp in music? Oh, that's so hard. I think. <laughs> So the way that Beyonce and all these big people inspire me, I just want to do that for somebody else. There's been times when I've been in really, really, really dark places. And the only thing that has given me hope for my own self is just watching these artists and their shows and dreaming of doing that one day and just knowing where they came from to how they got there. Like, I just want to do the same for somebody else younger than me eventually when I get there. But yeah, just inspire people and give them hope, I guess. When you talk about inspiring and, and helping someone younger than you, or even like the younger version self of mm -hmm. you, what's some advice that you would have loved to hear um, from someone that you might've learned later in life? I think that I needed to hear, just be patient. I'm just, and even now I'm so impatient and I just want all my dreams to come true right now. And I've been singing since I was like five. So sometimes it just gets really frustrating because I've been doing it for so long and I haven't done anything else. Like this has been my focus of my life since I was so young, but it just doesn't, it's not gonna happen overnight, still, like it will never happen overnight, and just build and know that people will come and go, and you wanna just stay focused. Cause there's been so many transitions and changes with people that I've gone through, and so many like hurtful situations and, and things that I never thought that I would get over, but you mm -hmm. just have to stay on it and stay consistent and do not give up and just know that things get better and things change. And you just have to stay on it, you know? 
That's what yeah. I'm saying. So let me ask you this. When it comes to making sure and putting yourself first, you know, do you get caught up ever in, in trying to please others? And how do you make sure to really make sure you're, you're making sure to fulfill your dreams? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, it does get hard sometimes because I have so many opinions. It's just, mm-hmm. And sometimes I just lose, like, why am I doing this? So as long as you remember why you're doing something and what you love about it and that's being fulfilled, I think it's okay to take opinions or whatever a little bit. But I also just love collaborating. I wouldn't want to do this if I was doing it all by myself. I love having a team and working with other people. But as long as it's still fun to me and my passion is being like used and I'm excited about it, I think it's fine to change things for the people. But as long as you are deep down happy with it. Right. At the end of the day, always have mm-hmm. to be happy. And you know what? I think this is amazing because we're getting, we're getting a chance to hear from you and really how to enjoy the journey as you're going mm-hmm. about it and, and creating these networks and net worth. So yeah. um, when it comes to your partnerships that you have a rock nation, I know someone had to have asked, of course, did you get a chance to meet Jay-Z? I actually did. I recently Ooh. like, Jan- in January, it was a very quick thing. I just mm-hmm. walked up to him. My manager introduced me to him, and he was like, "Cool, welcome to Rock Nation" or something. And then we shook hands, and then I walked away. And it was it was beautiful. He probably has no clue that that happened, <laughs> but I will always remember that. And he was I don't know. He was really nice and welcoming for the few seconds that I talked to him. But yeah. I'm sure that'll be a, an iconic memory you still hold on to like mm-hmm. every day because I know I would. Oh, sorry. What did you say? I'm sorry. I said that I also met Rihanna, but that's a, that's the thing that I never want to think about again because I like froze. It was horrible. The chasing one was what? much better. But that one blew my you, mind. You have, you have to share it now. Like, what happened? How did you meet Rihanna? What happened? Oh, I hate it. So she walked in. I was leaving. And then she actually came in the second I was leaving. Like, she just walked by us. And everybody just stopped. And then there was, like, a crowd. And my my manager introduced me to her. And literally, oh, my God. I just froze. And the first thing I did was ask her a picture. Was, oh, like, why did I say that? But, um, and then she put her hands out, like, and introduced herself to me. Like, you better, like, introduce yourself before you ask me for a picture. That's what it was like. So she shook my hand, which is so crazy. And then she was like, yeah, one second. And then she walked away. <laughs> but you know what? You never know. You might you might come across her again and be like, hey, Riri, you remember when we met? Introduce yourself again, and then you'll get your picture. There yes. you go. <laughs> I don't even know about the picture. That's just the only thing I knew to say. Which was like, right. But yeah, I think about that every day, and it makes me so emotional. But you know, we're gonna speak into existence. You get a chance to, to meet her again, though. That's what we're gonna work on. I got you, I got you. <laughs> okay, so what's next? When it comes to music, um, what can we look forward to? Um, and the official, you know, album and more, what can we expect? So right now, all I have out is one EP called Do Not Disturb. I'm finishing up my next project, which is called Habits. I've been working on it for about I've been working on it since like August last year, so a little mm-hmm. over a year. It's almost done. Just finishing up a few things. I think so much. First, it was good, but this is a lot better. I think, and it pushed me, and it's just a lot different and bigger than the last one. And I love it. 
Um, so that's next. I wish I could say I was going on tour or something, but COVID, you know. So that, and yeah, album after that. But we haven't even started that yet, so we'll see what happens. But for sure, <laughs> next early next year, a new EP. Gotcha. Now, what are some of the biggest lessons you learned during COVID, during quarantine? And, you know, how has this affected you? I think I actually am very not happy that it happens because it's really bad, but a lot of good things came out of it. I feel like I had a lot of time to self-reflect and I made a lot of friends. I kind of realized who was really there, you know, because things kind of got bad mm -hmm. and some people were here. So you kind of just like, I kind of just slowly figured out my poor people and I don't know. I also realized that I was deserving of a lot more than I was giving myself. So like during the middle of the year, I moved apartments. I was so unhappy in my old apartment. So I was like, you know what? I'm just getting a new one that's a little more expensive, but I deserve it. So now I'm here and I'm happier. So I've just been giving myself a lot more love and time and just trying to figure myself out. But yeah. Facts. Self-love is, is so needed more than anything. You know what I mean? Like you got to give yourself yeah. those flowers. So even if it's, you know, moving to, to a new apartment or physically giving yourself flowers, you know, that is definitely yeah. needed during these times and making sure to operate mm -hmm. in the present. Has this also made you closer to family as well? Yes, I, yes, it definitely did. I talked to my mom every single day. I, I used to, when I first came out here, I was just so distracted. I would barely text anybody back. And not on purpose, but I was just so like excited to be here. It's like, I kind of forgot about all that, but this has really just brought me down to earth and showed me who's really gonna be there for the rest of my life, you know? And who has always mm -hmm. been there and always supported me compared to all the new people. Not that they're bad, but like, it just really, it was kind of like a wake up call. Yeah. Mm. And it's probably the wake up call. Well, quarantine gave all of us the wake up call that we all mm -hmm. needed, you know, in, in our own time to self reflect on things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to say thank you again for your time today.